0: Wow, this song is so catchy. I, I The 2000s were a good time we didn't, for music. We, we didn't know how good we had it. That's so true. That is so true. I mean, let's, let's just listen to this for a moment.
1: Tell
2: me.
0: Wow. So Adam, what are some complicated things that you've been thinking about recently? Um, if a consortium
1: of Northeast states will be able to take on the federal government, um, if we will ever be able to get out of this, uh, lockdown situation, if the last Chinatown that's functioning in New York City is going to be flushing after I've been stymied at both Brooklyn's Chinatown and Manhattan's Chinatown. Yeah, you went to, to buy... uh, went to Manhattan Chinatown yeah, today. I'm, no success. I'm running out of Chinatown. We thought you
0: were kidding when you said you came back with no groceries. Nothing.
1: Um. So lots, a lot's complicated. Mm. Avril Lavigne knew what she was talking about.
0: Yeah, we can always rely on Avril Lavigne. You know, there's another thing that's kind of complicated that I've been thinking about. And that is a funny situation that my dear, dear friend is in. And I honestly think we should just... Cut the crap and skip straight to the interview today because this is a situation that um, I I think we just got to let them. No boys club. No boys club. Let's jump right in. Yeah. Let's give them a call. Let's Let's give them a a call. call. Hello. Welcome to CoronaPod. Thanks for having us. Alright, so I'm really excited. Adam and I have been on Tenter Hooks all week for this interview. Adam, am I right? Uh yeah. So, I've been talking about this all day. So
1: I mean the story sounds like it, it sounds like something out of a novel, right? Um but you know, all th- all sorts of things are out of a novel these days. So can you give our listeners like how do you guys know each other and what why why are Matt and I so excited to talk to you guys?
2: Um, we went, we met at a party, we went on four dates, and now we've been quarantining for almost three weeks together. Which was not
1: planned for three weeks, it was planned for like a few days. Four or five days. (laughs) And and I guess, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump straight into it, is the few days into three weeks out of, uh, like circumstance like oh my god we literally have no other option or is it like okay like let's let's see how this goes um you know let's just dive straight into the deep end
3: not quite well so when this whole situation this whole crisis started i decided that i wanted to go back to boston and have my parents drive me home but first i wanted to quarantine here for 14 days to be safe and my roommate had left, and I didn't love the prospect of being alone for 14 days, and we were just starting to get to know each other, and I thought it might be nice to spend some of that time together. So I invited Jody over to stay with me for a few days, and then could start my quarantine clock then, and maybe then we'd spend four days together, and then I'd only have 10 days alone. But, lo and behold, I fell ill, with a probable case of COVID, but I didn't get tested, and then she fell ill, and three weeks later I we're still together.
2: together. <laughs> yeah, I was I was quarantining at my parents, um, who live in in New York, uh, and I was eager for a bit of a a break from them. And Jonah and I were like talking pretty regularly, and uh, it seemed kind of sad that our relationship had momentum and then we might not see each other for three months so I was like eager to uh take up take up his offer and I thought I would spend four days here it seemed super low risk because he had basically been completely isolated I had been basically completely isolated I thought I could spend four or five days here and then go back to my parents and it wouldn't be a big deal and then I we ended up it ended up being more like six days because we were having fun and it was a good time and we just kind of kept on pushing the date. And then truly in the final hours, like the sixth day, I was going to go home the next day, the next morning or something.
3: Just hours day. before she was supposed to leave, I got a
0: fever. Okay. So there's a ton to unpack here, but I want to rewind, rewind, rewind. Jody, when yes. you were at your parents and... You said, hey, there's this guy, he's got a beard, he's got glasses, he lives in Queens, um, and I've been on a few dates with him, and you know what? I'm going to quarantine with him. What did they say? I,
2: I know, it sounds really crazy to my parents. My mom literally drove me here, um which seems a bit absurd. I think my mom is very eager to encourage my blossoming love life. <laughs> 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 um, I, I had been single for a little while and was complaining to my mom about it, so she was probably, and I had told her about Jonah already. Um, it hadn't been that long, but it seemed promising. Um, so when, when I said maybe we could do this, it seems really safe. Um, pretty low risk she I think was ambivalent about it because obviously there were some risks involved and who knows who knew what could happen and she had never met Jonah but I think she sort of felt she could understand that it was hard for me to be with my parents for weeks and weeks and weeks on end and not to spend some time with someone that I was interested in was something she wanted to encourage Um, and I think my dad had no real opinion either way. <laughs> um, I think they basically were like, "If this is really something you want to do, we'll support you." And uh, I had made it sound like it was no big deal, and then she was very unhappy with me when when we both fell ill. She thought she felt like I had misled her on the on the on how low the risk was. But ultimately, I think she just kind of wanted to support my
0: love life. <laughs> Mm. Well, that's very um, admirable of of your mother. Going yeah, back, my
3: mom was thrilled at the prospect of me not being
2: alone for that long period of time. Yeah. Mm. My mom actually did. She was like, "Are you sure, Jonah? Just doesn't want to come over here?" <laughs> Which I offered up to Jonah, but shocker, he didn't want to spend multiple weeks quarantining with my family after only four dates
0: and never meeting them. So. Good thing we didn't. <laughs> Yeah, you, you would have gotten them sick. So tell us about those first few days. Was it like, you know... Uh, honeymoon? Honeymoon period? Was it like right into the uh, mundane parts of a long-term relationship? Was it some kind of weird in-between...
2: After I got here is Tuesday, his roommate was gone. Uh, so I sort of set up camps in his roommate's room to do work, and we settled into a pretty routine life quite quickly in terms of both of us like waking up early and then just separating into our rooms to do work all day. And I think that created a standard of a more mundane life. But there were moments that it kind of feels like uh, when you're first when you're first meeting someone and you have a Saturday all to each other and nothing comes up and that can be kind of like magical and you get to have this really nice staycation and we like played Scrabble and cooked meals and had some really nice
3: went on walks
2: went on walks.
3: I also think we didn't work as much as we would have because we were
2: distracted.
3: <laughs> maybe maybe. Um, <laughs> we were having a good time. We like taking long lunch breaks
2: together in yeah. the crossword. It did. It felt like it felt like we, as if we were living in this universe where we both spent a Friday night together and then wake up on Saturday and supposed to have these plans, but they all get canceled because <laughs> it was raining and then we sort you know just spend like a lazy bunch of days together. Um, and it, it did feel quite, I mean, I think that's why we kept on pushing it
3: out and staying yeah. together no longer. So.
2: It was nice and easy. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: And so then you get sick. And what happens then? Tell us a little bit about what it was like. I think you're actually our first guests on the show. Adam, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're our first guests who have actually probably had COVID.
1: You are, yeah. You are our first guests who, who have presumed long. COVID. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. if that's a badge of honor or but. Um, yeah, I was feeling,
0: uh, one afternoon, I was just started to feel a little bit of fatigue and a little bit of aches. But you have and those now, all, Jonah, you like, you know, you have those all the time.
3: I have this all the time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but,
0: but. Like, what do you guys know that I don't know? <laughs> no, Jay's just kind of an old man, you know. <laughs> oh, George, right. Wait, Yeah, I'm having aches and pains
3: all the time, that's true, but, um, but I, you know, because of This being the coronavirus crisis, I was starting to think, oh, maybe this is something. And then, I'd say five hours after I started to feel out of it, I had chills and a fever. Like It comes on just like that. And then, for the next three days, I was continuing to have this fever, and hot and cold, and aches, and a splitting
2: headache, and it was... She's totally out of it. Like, get up to eat something, and then just like, I have to go bed, lie lie down. Just like, no energy. You you this the suspense out of the story a little. I feel like you did? yeah. We so we were sleeping the night in in separate beds because you were feeling sick. We thought that would have been a good idea. And so I so I went to sleep, not like sort of being like, I think he's just tired. It was like like long day. I think that's it. And you in the middle of the night realize that you're sick, and I wake up the next morning. And you're at the door, just like I have fever.
3: You, when you, as soon as you went into the other room, and I went to go to bed, I knew I had a fever. Yes, but
2: the I did not, But you didn't I know. I woke up the next morning, realizing that I was supposed the day that I was supposed to leave to go back <laughs> to my parents. I wake up, you tell me I have fever, and I realize I'm going to be here for another two plus weeks, um, which is kind of crazy. And And I also, I wasn't sick yet, so it was a kind of whirlwind of emotions of impending doom.
3: Knowing it was coming, yeah.
2: And being, you know, scared for you and and for
3: the sickness. and And I just had, I had a little bit of chest tightness, but no trouble breathing, thankfully. And I know everyone's concerned about the tasting and smelling thing, but I was, I didn't lose my taste, my sense of taste or smell. Although at one point my tongue turned completely white and everything tasted bitter. But we think that's because you just drank so much orange juice. So much Gatorade. <laughs> uh,
1: so did you? And then did, did I was you, just took me another four or five days after the fever ended to
3: really feel like I had full energy again. So it's probably a mild case, but I, I wouldn't recommend it.
1: Did you make any attempt to try to keep yourself from getting it, Joey, or did you you just resign yourself to getting it and you're like, there's literally nothing I can do, like. I've lived in the same apartment for a week now. I'm going to get it. It's only a matter of time. I I went back and forth. I had
2: moments where I was thinking, there are all these stories where people take care of other people and don't get sick. If I could not get sick, that'd be preferable. But also feeling like why I drive myself crazy being neurotic about things if it was truly inevitable i mean we
3: we were sort of distancing
2: we were sort of distancing but we had kissed on as late as sunday when you got sick so it felt like the idea that i possibly couldn't get it was unrealistic but i i had a couple of days i he you got sick sunday night i didn't get sick till thursday so i did have a few after the first day when i realized i wasn't sick i started I would clean the surfaces pretty regularly, and we slept in separate rooms and would try to, we like sat at opposite ends of the table when we ate, or one of us would sit on the couch and one of us would sit at the table, but it's a fairly small apartment, so I don't think we were really six feet apart, but we would try to stay kind of separate, but I also felt torn because part of me just wanted to have it and get it over with, even though it's really scary and obviously can be really dangerous. I, first of all, would have to quarantine for longer if I didn't get it, because I would have to quarantine for 14 days, and if I did get it, there would be the possibility that I would only have to quarantine for, like, seven days after I got symptoms, so part of me wanted to just do it and be done with it, Um, and it was kind of an awkward situation to be here. I think that was, honestly, for me, the hardest part, was when I was healthy, and you were sick, and I think you felt bad that I was kind of trapped here, and I felt unsure of how to take care of you and also scared that I was going to get it once I got it it wasn't so much fun but I only had a day of fever and then a day of headaches and then uh body aches and other minor symptoms but it was kind of a relief to get it and, and be done with it
3: then you got chest tightness and you were I worried.
2: did have, I did have chest tightness which was very scary because I'd never really experienced that before and I think I've read enough tweets to feel like that could be a really concerning symptom (laughs) but it ended up being okay I
3: will say the timing of it worked out well in a sense because by the time she was able to help take care of me at least like cook for me and stuff like that while I was sick and then by the time I was starting to feel better you got sick Mm -hmm. so we were able to help each other through (laughs) even if we got
0: each other sick So now you guys have been better for, what, uh, about a week? Yeah. And how has this week been? You, I, I feel like there are three parts to your story. There's part one, the honeymoon. Part two, the illness. Part three. <clears throat> part
1: two, we definitely have to call, uh, well, I guess maybe the whole thing is love in a time of corona.
0: But, yeah.
1: But, so part three is where you guys are now.
0: And I, I don't know, maybe you guys want to name that part of your journey,
3: <laughs> Daniel Mont, I don't know, the, the resolution, I know. catharsis, I don't know, um, yeah, I think there was sort of, like, a honeymoon period at the beginning, and then there was the, the crucible, and then I think it took us a little while to go back from being just sort of, like, roommates who were inhabiting the same space, and, like, Cooking for each other to back to sort of like get our relationship back on track.
0: And yeah, I think. Oh, sorry. Go no, no,
3: go ahead.
2: I think it was so. It was like we were, you know, this moving train or something, our relationship was. And then it was halted so suddenly by not only the sickness, but also by the knowledge. Of, by this like indefinite time together I think was kind of scary when when it's four or five days it's exciting when it's three weeks it feels kind of crushing and, and <laughs> is that a really horrible way of putting it, but it no, yeah, but you're, you're out of control Yeah, and I think once we came out of the other side it was like okay we could kind of feel the train moving again and it was slow because it was very platonic for a week um, and to just yeah, we couldn't, it wasn't like we didn't, hadn't seen each other for a while, we can get back together. Everything was functionally the same. We were in the whole time, even though all these things had happened and all these acts had happened, it was us in the same exact apartment. And so to figure out mentally how to switch gears from being in this platonic roommate relationship where we were kind of taking care of each other and dealing with all this stuff to this new exciting romantic relationship was just there was nothing no outside force to control it no way that we could go on a date or do something natural we just had to sort of like change our behavior um so it took a little while but I
3: we went on a very romantic walk yesterday
2: we did we had a very nice day yesterday
3: I think I feel Watch like rom-com.
2: yeah I feel like we're back yeah. into it I think when I when friends have asked me about it I think people think that being together for, for so long had, would make this so intense. But I think, I feel like we're back to a sixth date now. We're back to a maybe <laughs> a little more. But I think it, there was this week where it was kind of this pause or maybe even a backward step. And now we're just trying to get back to where we were. And I think we're getting we're getting close. It's feeling It's feeling romantic again.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think so.
1: So should we, should we stop there, or should I ask what, what's next? How many more days do you have? What are you, what are you planning in your futures?
3: On Friday, my dad is going to come pick me up, and I assume we're going to be apart for six weeks or something. So we've packed a lot of time together in these few weeks, but then we'll sort of balance it out in some weird way over the next few months so yeah maybe also that's helps um get us back to where we were it's like again we know there's an end to this sort of like finite time we're sharing together won't have a lot of time together anytime soon
2: yeah we haven't talked that much though about what our relationship will be like in the six weeks that you're gone (laughs) and it's i think it's hard for anyone in these times to think about what anything will be like in june it's hard to imagine you know, will we be going on dates? Will, what, the, what will that look like? And I think, I don't know, the future, it's hard to plan for the future right now. But I feel, I think we're, I could speak for both of us to say that I think we're, like, excited about the, the reset button of kind of getting out of here and then, like, moving forward together.
3: <laughs> trying to have a more normal yeah. Yeah. new relationship, but obviously nothing's normal in this age.
0: Well, my my wish for both of you one of my many wishes is for us all to live in less interesting times <laughs> i want to end though by asking you what would you guys say to other couples like what what advice would you give a lot of couples are cooped up together and stuck together in ways that they may not have anticipated and you guys experienced kind of the most intense form of that. So what would you say to the thousands and thousands of other couples listening to this podcast?
3: You an answer to that?
2: I don't have an answer
3: to you. We all need to take care of each other in this time. We all get, if we're gonna get through it together, we have to be there for each other. And no matter how bad it gets.
2: Oh, that's so much more poetic. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, figure out how to give each other your own space. And those
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true, too. We have the benefit of having separate rooms here. Like, if you're in a studio apartment, cooped up together, more challenging.
2: Yeah. I have a friend, I think we have tried to do this a little bit, who uh, is with her boyfriend and they've been doing date nights you know it's easy to just be in sweatpants all the time and have every meal be the same and i think trying to figure out how to break routine a little and create even if it's a little
0: forced those romantic moments yeah absolutely well thank you so much guys for coming on the show this has been incredible to hear about and i've been so um amazed by this story as it's unfolded you know jonah we we go way back and i i have to say uh i'm so amazed that you guys like took the plunge and and did this together and even if it didn't work out exactly as you intended to it's it's kind of this beautiful this beautiful story so i i hope that you are keeping track of uh, your life rights and you know this is going to be a great movie one day so okay. get a good screenwriter
3: you <laughs> did it because she wants to write a modern love column
0: Ah, my, my I think that'll I think that'll, that. I think that'll be good. I think that'll be good. Thank you guys so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you of for course, sharing your of story. Course. Thanks for sharing your story. Talk to you soon. Stay healthy. All right. Take care. You too.
1: Bye. You know the the, wow. the one question I didn't I didn't ask because I I'm not sure I wanted to know the answer is what would you tell other single people who are thinking about shacking up <laughs> with someone? <laughs>
0: Uh, it, it may not. It may not work out exactly as you as you intend it to. Uh, but you know, it it can. I don't know. There's something kind of beautiful in in what they did. I
1: feel like for every time it works out like this, it could explode, and this one nearly did. But I mean, can you imagine shacking up with someone to quarantine, and then you both get coronavirus? honeymoon to Florence Nightingale to whatever comes next. don't know what this next. third
0: phase is. Well. Anyway, crazy, crazy story. I think we gotta call them again in a few weeks and see how it's going.
1: Absolutely. And you gotta promise to look after me if I get sick.
0: Of course, Adam, of course. This has been CoronaPod. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay healthy. Oh.
2: We'll
1: CoronaPod is brought to you by Momo the Cat. Follow her at Momo <laughs> underscore is underscore uh underscore cat